Hi, I'm Logan, and this is Living with an Alcoholic, the podcast that talks about, well, living with an alcoholic or an addict and the struggles you encounter and the best way to make it through with your sanity still intact. These are my stories and the things I've learned along the way and how the program of Al-Anon has helped me. I hope this helps you too. Welcome. So again, got a message on Instagram. Really do appreciate when you guys interact with me. It helps me have ideas and come up with things that I haven't thought about or that I'm not sure how to approach or I'm not sure if they'll be, you guys would be interested in them. Um, but I got a message on Instagram from somebody who does listen. So thank you. Um, and they wanted me to talk about the lies and the manipulation and the gaslighting that occurs, um, when dealing with an alcoholic or an addict. Um, but I'm not going to talk just about their lies and manipulations and their gaslighting. I'm going to talk about what we do too in reaction to them. Um, you know, we don't, we don't think about it, but we manipulate them, um, just as much as they manipulate us sometimes. Um, and we don't mean to do it and they don't mean to do it. Um, but it's just become this, it becomes this tactic tactic to handle the situation and try to get what we want out of it and it it doesn't work it doesn't help anybody um but it sucks and it's a terrible way to handle the situation and it's something that occurs um I know most of you are like they're the only ones manipulating they're the only ones gaslighting they're the only ones lying um but we do manipulate. I manipulate still. Um, if my fiance and I, and again, he's still sober, you guys, how great is that? Um, if my fiance and I get into a fight, um, and it's usually something that if I'm honest, it can be discussed without having a fight, um, without me, bringing on the waterworks like that is one of my biggest manipulations is I cry I cry the minute my fiance disagrees with me and we have a disagreement and we argue and we don't argue much um we do have times where we don't get along and we do have times where we butt heads and things are not great and I truly do manipulate that situation um a lot of it is a response to how I used to act when I was a kid and how I acted during my marriage. Um, I would cry when anybody was angry at me. I would cry and I would say things like, you're right. I'm stupid. You're right. I'm worthless. And, and that person may not have said any of those things, but in my head, <clears throat> if they did say those things or if that's what I felt they were thinking, if I agreed to it and I, I agreed to what they were saying, um, it meant it would stop the argument and it would stop the behavior that I didn't like and it would stop them from yelling. And so I would cry and I would manipulate by agreeing and now I cry and manipulate 
and do the same thing. But my fiance has never, ever told me I was worthless or stupid or a horrible person or a bad mother like my mother, my ex-husband used to do. My fiance doesn't say any of those things and yet I'll throw them out there because I want him to feel bad for me. I want him to feel sorry for me. Um, and it doesn't work. It doesn't accomplish anything. It just gives me a freaking headache from crying and it continues the argument because we've accomplished nothing. Instead of sitting down and talking out our feelings and discussing what the actual problem is and him talking and me listening and then me talking and him listening, um, which believe it or not is a much better way to handle things. Um, I manipulate the situation. I make him want to hurt for hurting me and it's stupid. Um, it is so stupid. During his active alcoholism, um, with my ex-husband, things I used to say is, if you drink at this party, I'm leaving you there. Well, I, I definitely said that with my ex-husband. My, my fiance is a, a runner and an at-home drunk. Um, and so that's a different situation. But if you drink, I'm leaving you, um, is something that I've said. If you drink, I don't want you to do this. If, if you don't drink, I'll do this for you. If you don't drink, I'll do this for you. I, I can't tell you how many times I've said, if you don't drink, I'll whatever. And that's another form of manipulation. It's getting a person to do what you want by bullying and um, by bullying and manipulating them. And it's usually an idle threat too. Um, they know it, you know it, it's something else. Now let's, now that we've established that we manipulate, we all do it, it's okay. It's a behavior you can work on changing. Setting boundaries is a great way to stop manipulating. Um, saying, I don't feel comfortable with you drinking at this party. If you choose to drink, I, th I think we should drive two separate cars. Um, if you choose to drink, I'm gonna choose to leave because it makes me uncomfortable. Saying things like that is not manipulation, that's setting a boundary. And that is something you guys, we need to work on so hard. I've talked about boundaries so much. If you're in therapy, your therapist has talked about setting boundaries so much. Um, it is so important to say, I don't feel comfortable, so this is going to be what happens. I don't like this, so this is, the reaction. This is the consequence. Um, those are really important things. Don't idle threat. Like, you know, we do it with our kids. 
you don't pick up these damn toys, I'm going to throw them all away. Well, you, you know you're not throwing the toys away. A, that's a waste of money. And B, that, that's just shit. That's just crap. Um, it's bull crap. So why do we do it with the alcoholics in our lives? Why do we do it with anybody in our lives? Like, what good is it doing us? Um, so setting boundaries is a way to stop manipulation for yourself. But let's talk about the manipulation that they do and the gaslighting um, that I've encountered. Um, first of all, I did not hear the term gaslighting. I did not know the origins of the term of gaslighting. Um, if you don't know the origins of gaslighting, it comes from a, I believe, an Alfred Hitchcock movie um, where they keep, uh, the man keeps telling this woman that's not really happening, that's not really happening, that's not really happening. You're hearing these things. Anyhow, um, my dad taught me that. Um, I did not hear the term gaslighting until my dad called my ex-husband out on doing it. Um, and so, yeah, my, my biggest experience with gaslighting is my mom and my ex-husband. Um, you're crazy. I didn't say that. Um, you're making a bigger deal out of it. That's not what I said. That's not what I meant. Um, and they do those things because in their head, it's an easy way for them to place blame back on you instead of taking blame for themselves. Um, especially you're crazy. That's, it's not as bad as you think. That's not what really happened. Like to them, they don't, they don't see it for what it really is. Um, a good way to com try to combat that is when you, I felt this. When you did this, I felt this. And they're going to probably come back and say that it never happened that way. You know, and, and there's nothing you can do to change that, per se. Um, you can't. They're, if they're gaslighting you and that's their behavior, that behavior cannot be combated. Um, it, it's just not something that can be changed. Uh, my ex used to call me crazy tell me I did not say that I'd have text messages from him saying one thing and he'd call me and say I didn't say that I said you know you you're making all that up in your head and I'm like I'm reading the text message you sent me what the fuck dude um but yeah it's a it's a behavior you can't change um it sucks <laughs> It sucks because you do think you're crazy and you're like, man, did, did I make that all up? Did it really happen? Um, the biggest incident of gaslighting for me was like my mom after my divorce was like, oh, your ex-husband's a terrible person. I'll help you get out of this marriage, whatever. My mom was great. She helped me. She was wonderful. She was supportive. She was everything that a loving mother should be. Um, and then she started saying things like, are you sure it was really that bad? Like, maybe you aren't a great mother. Maybe you really didn't, you know, weren't a great wife. Maybe you could have been a better wife. Like, and then my mother moved in with my ex-husband. 
Um, my mother continued to have this amazing relationship with my ex-husband. Um, and then she moved in with him for a while. And it, it literally made me like crazy. It made me think, God, did, did all that abuse happen? Did like, he really take a broom and smack my nose, smack me across the face, break my nose while I was like seven months pregnant? Like, did that happen? Did I make that up? Did he force me to have sex with him? Did I make, make those things up in my head? Did that really happen? Um, and so that was, that was a big thing. Like, that's a traumatic gaslighting experience. Um, I hope, I hope you guys don't ever have that. I hope, I hope you never experience gaslighting. Um, but if you do, you're not crazy. You felt the way you felt. They said the things they said. You are not crazy. You know, um, your feelings are valid. Please know your feelings are absolutely 100% valid. Um, it's something I had to do was validate my own feelings. Um, and I really struggled with that. I really, I really struggled with that for a long time because like, I really thought maybe I made the abuse up. Maybe Maybe it really wasn't half as bad as I thought it was. Maybe, maybe he didn't scream at me and I wasn't in the fetal position crying and like he didn't spit on me and he didn't tell me I was better off dead or I was too fat to be seen in public. Maybe, maybe none of those things did happen, but they did. I know they did because I was there. I, I know they did because I, I flash back to those memories. Um your feelings are valid. What happened to you? What happens to you does happen. That's the best I can tell you. Gaslighting is terrible and it's a horrible ploy and a lot of people use it. I have not experienced it living with my fiance. Um, I have not experienced that in this relationship. I experienced it in my other relationships, um, to a fairly traumatic event. Um, and so like, if you are living with an alcoholic and they're like, I'm not drunk, I'm totally fine. And you know, they're drunk. Yes. That's a form of gaslighting. Yes, absolutely. When the truth is, you know they're drunk. You know absolutely for sure they're drunk. They don't think they are. They're going to tell you that they're not. They're going to do whatever they can to convince you that everything's fine. The best thing, again, to do is to set boundaries. Hey, I don't feel comfortable with you taking the kids right now. I'll, I'll drive the kids. Hey, I don't feel comfortable with you driving. I'll drive instead. You don't have to say why. You don't have to do anything else. Just, I'm going to do this instead of letting you do it. I'm going to do this because I don't feel comfortable. Um, you know, that's, that's something you've got to do. 
set those boundaries, guys. I know I'm repeating it again. Boundaries. Um, but let's talk about the manipulation, like the manipulative part of it. Uh, I'm not going to drink any more than I'm only going to have one beer. I'm, I'm not going to drink at the party. I'm only going to have one beer at the party. I'm only going to do this at the party. I'm only going to do this right now. I, I'm going to cut back to five drinks. I'm going to cut back to two beers a night. I'm going to cut back on all this. I'm not doing this. It's only a little bit. It's only been once in a blue moon. I'm only doing it every now and again. They do all these things. They say all these things because they want to lessen the burden of guilt on themselves. Um, they want to lessen that feeling guilt and shame by saying, I'm going to cut back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm, I, it's only once in a while. I, I'm not doing this. Well, at least I'm not. It doesn't matter. It's still a form of manipulation. Like, it's still a form of lying. And they're not being rigorously honest. Um, it's hard. You know, it's hard for them to be honest with themselves. And it's hard for them to be honest with us. Like, honesty does not exist in their world because they don't. A, see that it's hurting us, and B, they don't know that they're doing it. They they have themselves so convinced that they can do whatever that they truly believe it. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy to hear broken promises. It's not easy to hear the, I'm only doing this for because of this. I'm only doing this because of that that's that's another one like that's both a form of gaslighting and manipulation I wouldn't drink if you were a better wife I wouldn't drink if you were a better husband I wouldn't drink if you were a better partner I wouldn't drink if the kids weren't so loud I wouldn't drink if you know so and so at work hadn't called me a nasty name I wouldn't drink if I didn't have such a rough day I wouldn't drink if my commute home wasn't so bad. I wouldn't have used if it wasn't for this. I wouldn't have used except so-and-so offered it to me and they peer pressured me into it. Listen, they're going to drink regardless. They're going to use regardless. They're making excuses. They're manipulating us because they want an excuse. They're saying those things to you because they want an excuse to drink. It's not uncommon. It's really not. Um, you're not alone struggling with the lies and the manipulations and the craziness and the chaos and the making yourself insane. But learning how to react to that, learning to not, not, not believe, but learning to say, it's okay if they don't. Learning to accept that maybe things aren't as great as you want them to be. And in time, maybe they will get better. 
in time, maybe they will cut it down to one beer. In time, maybe they will only use occasionally. Maybe in time, they will find sobriety. But accepting that it may not be the case, it may not happen, is a huge part of our healing. I know that's really hard. That is a hard pill to swallow. But accepting that things may not be okay or the way you would like them to be okay is something that you have to come to terms with. It's the only thing I can tell you. It's the only piece of real... I hate to say it, but the only piece of advice, the only thing that I have learned is that I have to be okay with things not being the way I think they should be. I hope this helped in some way. If it didn't, if this was a terrible episode and you hated it, please feel free to reach out to me on, on Instagram or through the email. Um, it's living with an alcoholic podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you don't, if, if this didn't help, let me know. If this did help, let me know. Please interact with me so I know how to get better, how to help you guys more. Because um, my ultimate goal is to truly help you understand what it's like um, and to remind you that you're not the only one going through this. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I've got the email. Just reach out. Reach out. Leave a terrible comment on Apple Podcasts. You know, if this was a bad episode for you and you absolutely hated it, Tell me if you absolutely loved it. Tell me. Let me know. Let me know what I can do differently and how I can help you guys. What things you want to hear and what things would be beneficial for you. Because I only have my experiences. And I can only tell you what my experiences were like with things. So I hope this helps keep coming back. Reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Keep coming back.